Blog Talk Radio. Please take all the necessary precautions to protect your constitution while listening to this broadcast. Three, two, one. Coming to you live via the internet. It's time for Rage Against the Regime. Finally, a show for patriots, defending the Constitution and uncovering the truth at every turn. Bringing you exclusive interviews and covering the topics the mainstream media doesn't dare to touch. Call in and join the discussion at 929-477-3565. That's 929-477-3565. And now, here are your hosts, Bobby Who's the Man and Becky Williams. Rage Against the Regime. I'm the man, I'm the Well, they say that the country's done. They say that the stock market's gonna crash. They say that every single one of us is gonna let down while they walk across our backs. But I'ma stand up. I'm gonna put my fists in the air. No, I don't wanna have to bring my guns. But I'll be ready if it goes there. But you can let down if you wanna.
it. I love it. Welcome to Rage Against the Regime Radio, and we are your hosts. I am Bobby, a.k.a. Who's the Man, and along with me always, my trusty sidekick, Becky Williams. Hello. <laughs> hey, little brother. How's it going today? Oh, man. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm geeked up for today's interview. I really am. Um, you know, I, I not, um, I, I had, I, I really didn't know a whole lot of information about Madison Rising until, I don't know, probably about a month or two ago. I was turned on to them. Um, started following things that they're doing in the community, stuff like that, and, you know, what they're part of. I'm actually quite jealous. They were with the uh, Arlie Army just, uh, I think it was about a week ago or so, uh, at, you know, one of their performances, Arlie Army, you know, for all those people that don't know. Uh, you know, he was in a lot of movies. Uh, what the hell is it? Uh, the one, um, Private Pal. Uh, what the hell is it? Full Metal Jacket. He was the uh, sergeant in Full Metal Jacket. He's a good actor and everything else. But uh, they were they were all partying with him last weekend, so I'm completely jealous. But uh, totally geeked up for this uh, for this interview. But uh, what's going on with you? Wow, Bobby. Well, first of all, I'd like to say thank you for looking there, man. That was a powerful, powerful message, that song that you picked for the introduction uh, to bring this gentleman on. I've got a couple of callers on the line, Bobby, and uh, I'm not sure what his area code is, so I've got two callers, one in the 717 area. You got the background noise, Bobby. Okay, let me, let me, let me, yeah, let me kill it here. Thank you. I appreciate it. 717, you're on the air. Is that you, Dave? 717 representing up in the house up there. How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing good. Hey, Bobby, I found him. First call. <laughs> it was me. I How you doing, buddy? brother? I'm doing fine. I'm actually uh, I'm, I'm driving right now, of course. I couldn't uh, I couldn't stay still doing it. All right, so yeah. Anyway, how are you guys, Bobby, Becky? Ray, is it Rage Against? What is, what's the name of the 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 radio? Rage. It's we're just too damn tired to put up with it anymore. But it's really Rage Against the Regime. <laughs> rage, rage Against the Regime. The regime. Well, I, I kind of like stole it. it from Rage Against the Machine, but we use Regime, and uh, I thought it was kind of settling. <laughs> yeah, I, I see. I see what you did there. It's very uh, very clever. Awesome. Uh, Becky, Becky was just, uh, I, I'm sorry for my background noise because I'm still at work. I didn't get lucky enough to get off early enough. Um, but uh, Becky was just actually complimenting the song. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's a very, very powerful message. And, uh, you know, we, we really enjoy your music. We love, you know, how patriotic your, your band is and so on and so forth, you know, you guys all being uh, ex-military and so on. Can you give us a little bit of background and, uh, you know, tell us some of the things that you got going on right now? Because I know you guys are very active. We are. Um, we've, been on, we've been on tour basically for the last four years. I mean, we have been ruthlessly and relentlessly touring this nation. And one of the things that – I'll tell you a little bit about the, the organizations that we work with. Uh, but one of the things that we try to do is, is to take entertainment, take rock music, and, and make it fun, A – uh, make it clean, uh, B, and then C, we also want it to be fa- our events to be family-friendly, and we want to be able to plant the seeds of patriotism in our youth uh, so that the trees of liberty can, and, and freedom can grow in them. So 
you know, as far as who we tour with um, and the, the places we've gone, I mean, we just got back from Japan. Uh, we played for the Marines at Camp Mujuk in South Korea, as well as in Japan. We played in Camp Fuji and also Camp Hanson, The Rock over there. Uh, you know, we've toured with some of the biggest names in the business uh, and played with these guys. Uh, we played with Shinedown. We played with Leonard Skinner, Steppenwolf, oh. Kansas. Um, you know, Brantley Gilbert. We've played with all these different groups. So we've really been just sort of making a name for ourselves, and we've done it all without the help of a record label or anything like that. I mean, we all just – we pitch and pull our weight. We don't have a, a monster tour bus pay a driver. You know, we drive ourselves. Um, you know, we're just we're very down home, hard work and rock and roll band, and that that's kind of what I think people kind of gravitate towards. That they see that hey, we're we're not some flash you know flashy you know band. We just come, we play great music, we you know entertain your guests, entertain entertain the people, and and we we take the time to meet and shake hands afterwards. And I think that that sort of changes the, uh, the MO of the normal, uh, uh, you know, rock and roll band who like comes in and poof, they're gone after the show. And it's like, they never existed. You know, we try to really get the stories from the people and, and find out what kind of patriots are out there and what they need and what they want and where they, where they see the future of this country. So it's been a, it's sort of a, it's a lesson in, in, uh, you know, in civics and, and, you know, sort of social studies mixed with a history lesson, uh, mixed with just you know community and and getting involved with our fans and friends, you know it's been a it's been a great four years and we're we're blessed to be able to do what we do. God Absolutely. bless you, Dave. Well, you know what? Dave reminds yeah. me, Bobby. Their band, Madison Rising, reminds me of maybe a few more like uh, someone like Leonard Skinner, maybe Creed, or somebody like that. Uh, Nickelback. You put them together, and that's what you get in Madison Rising. I'm huge fan, a huge fan, and they're pretty to look at. I mean, from a woman's perspective, right on. <laughs> well, well, you know what, before before you, get, you guys go into some other direction, Dave brought up a great question. You know, and and I don't even think that he realized that he brought it up. But talking about the direction, you're you're wondering what direction that Patriots think that our country's going in. What direction do you think we're headed? Um. I, I think that this next election, I, I know we say it every four years, but this next election is the most important election <laughs> of our lives. And it's true. I, I, you know, I think that we've, we've dissolved more relationships that were involving uh, positive nations, uh, you know, and our allies. We're, we're, we're slowly dissolving those relationships and we're building relationships and, and forming alliances with terrorists. I mean, I don't know what more, or what other flags that you need to fly to, to to sort of show what direction we're heading. But I mean, it looks like we're, we're laying down our guns. It looks like we're putting our hands up in the air, uh, sort of falling into the United Nations global policies. And, and it's just, there's nothing American about it. And, and I think that that's what scares a lot of people. And they say to me, you know, Hey, you know, glad you're spearheading, carrying the guide on, you know, standing tall and proud for America. And I appreciate that, but I'm just a I'm just a singer in a rock band, you know what I mean? I'm not I don't have my hands on the pen and then I can't get into into Congress. That's it takes the people to get active, you know, and if we want things happening uh in this nation to go our way, you know, we can't just sit and be keyboard patriots, man. You actually have to get active. You gotta get off your bus, pick up a phone, call a congressman, call your senators and tell them what's going on. You need to form groups or be a part of groups that are happening. Get involved with your town halls and your and your local meetings that are happening, and, and and be a part of what's going on. Because if you're not, 
then you're just you're a, you're a dead weight to be pushed around. And then that's that's what I see more and more happening. You know, coming up from the youth, they definitely don't care. They don't even know what a senator is. They don't even know how the government's set up. They don't even know that America and the form of American government that we have is set up the way it is for, to be run by the people. They don't understand that. They've never been taught it, and if they have, it was in one ear and out the other. And, you know, when I look at the youth in this nation, and this is another organization I'll touch on this because we, we do work with youth directly, uh, the youth in this nation is just they don't care. It's very apathetic and ignorant to what this country really is about and what it stands for. They know that they don't want war. They don't. They want peace. Uh, they know. They know some of the the general things, but they don't understand that it's inevitably going to come to war once you know once the, the the bad guys are on our doorsteps to take what 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 they believe belongs to them. But we are a direct affiliate with uh, the Young Marines program, and I don't know how many of your listeners are familiar with the Young Marines, but. Uh, if you have anyone from the ages of 8 to 18 years old, um, it's a great, it's a drug-free organization, and they basically have morphed the Boy Scouts and an ROTC platform and put them together. And it's for both boys and girls, uh, ages 8 to 18. It's the Young Marine Program. I can't say enough about these individuals and these kids that I get to meet. They are the most respectful, uh, just engaged kids, and they are the kindest kids. They're working in their communities. They're earning college credits before they're even out of high school uh, through this program. Amazing program, Young Marines. So I, I, that's all I'll say about that. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you know, you, you, made, you made a pretty big statement there. You know, a, a lot of these people, a lot of patriots, you know, they're like, oh, worried about what's going on in the country, so on and so forth. None of them want to come out behind the keyboard. None of them want to put boots on the ground. None of them want to really, you know, support the cause. And, you know, and, and I'm really, you know, I'm not really worried about what happened to me. I'm worried about what happens to my kids and my grandkids. And Absolutely. I would love to be able to build a future and leave them something, you know, that we could be proud of that we left them. But, you know, the way that this country is established right now and the way that it's looking, you know, we're, we're in trouble. We are in trouble. And Becky and I were talking about this today. We, you know, I can't believe that Putin, you know, is now even going, you know, I, I mean, I don't even want to talk about Russia, but, I mean, I was kind of surprised that he added a mosque in Russia. Right. And, you know, I, I was quite surprised by that. Yeah, I mean, as far as you brought up something, people that don't want to get involved, they're sitting behind their keyboards, they believe that the government exists on Facebook, and if they bitch about it enough on Facebook that something's going to happen, that's just not the way it works. Uh, and that's another reason that Madison Rising does what we do. We take it out to the people. We take our, our viewpoints, our love of country, our respect for and gratitude for our military war fighters, for the veterans, uh, and for the Second Amendment, for our Constitution. I mean, our, our band name is Madison Rising, named after James Madison. You know, he's one of the fathers of the Constitution, obviously one of our founding fathers. Um, you know, but we also are very much affiliated with the, with the group. And if your listeners are looking to get involved with something, this is the organization to get involved with. There's a million of them out there. I understand a lot of people are questioning, you know, how and what can I do to make, you know, help out, do something that's positive in this country. And this organization is called the Concerned Veterans for America. Um, we've actually had legislation passed just this year that enables veterans, people who are using the VA program, people who are going to VA hospitals and they're basically getting told, hey, yeah, if you want an MRI, it's going to be three months. Uh, you know, come back then and we'll, we'll squeeze you in for your MRI. So we've actually gotten legislation passed with Concerned Veterans for America to go out and now, now these vets 
can actually go to a civilian doctor, not have to wait months and months and months for the care that they need, and to get the surgeries and things that they need to get. So if you're looking for an organization to get involved with, Madison Rising is deeply enrooted with it as well. Uh, Concerned Veterans for America. And we toured the country last year. I think we did almost 30 dates with them. Uh, they have a couple speakers that come out. They have uh, Seal Team 6, um, Gold Star Mother Karen Vaughn, and she has her husband, Billy Vaughn, who's an author of the book Betrayed. Uh, we have Sean Parnell, who's a uh, Army Ranger, also number one New York Times bestseller. Uh, for his book, Outlaw Platoon, I believe they're going to make that into a movie soon. He comes out and he speaks. And you get a you get a broad dynamic. Uh, and then we have our CEO, Pete Hexeth, who's also a, um, he's also a veteran, a combat veteran as well. So um, you have all these vets on stage or people that are involved in the communities of veterans. And then Madison Rising finishes up the show. And I can't, I, you know, I, again, I can't say enough about Concerned Veterans for America. And then uh, one more time, I just got to circle back. We also bring the Young Marines with us. And they carry in the colors, and we pledge allegiance. And then we have country music star Ayla Brown comes up and sings the Star Spangled Banner. And it's, the whole show is absolutely amazing. Please look up Concerned Veterans for America after you check out all the other people I just mentioned. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hey, I, I mean, a, anything, I anything to do with veterans. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Becky. Go ahead. No, no, no. I have, I have a question. With this Young Marines program, could you go a little more in detail on that? I've got a young uh, 14-year-old grandson. We're, we're we're trying to get him involved in the Explorer program with the police department. He's in the uh, uh, program that they offer now in school, which is uh, effectively it could be a good thing, but I'm also concerned about the brown shirt mentality of the youth that's coming up and the brainwashing that is being done through the Common Core curriculum. Uh, he is taking what is called a civil defense course. And okay. um, for most parents out there, you know, they're thinking, hey, that's good. It's police, uh, you know, uh, law enforcement association. And uh, they're they're using the, the precipice that um, this particular program might help uh, identify the personality that might best fit that as a career move once they get out of college. Or uh, even if, if they decided they didn't want to go to college, they could get into law enforcement in some capacity. Uh, right. So I took him down to the police department. He's He's got a bit of a temper problem. He comes from a broken home. Uh, he's had health issues since he was born, so the young man's been in pain all his life. And with uh, a chronic issues like that, you you tend to have uh, personality changes uh, in temperament sure. uh, under certain circumstances or situations. So the Explore program actually offers um, – uh, part of, of, of the psychological molding of the child or the youth is to uh, teach them to be more thick-skinned, when to react, how to react to certain situations so that it doesn't become a negative force but a positive force uh, in their right. uh, discernment of anger and when when to react. Which Can you give us some idea of what the Marine program for the youth is actually out there doing and, and a little bit more in detail about what the program offers for the family. Well, sure. Um, first off, it's a national, it's a national organization. It's been around since I believe the fifties. Um, I don't want to be quoted on that. It might be the 20s, wow. but this program, this program has been around for quite a few years and people that are in it are, is, are still very much involved even after they're out of it, if that makes sense. Um, you know, they circle back, they, they tell their stories. They've all, for the most part, gone on to be, you know, very successful people. There's a lot of successful people that were young Marines. Um, the Young Marines program is a drug-free organization. They swear a, a code of ethics towards a drug-free lifestyle. Um, they are involved in 
they they teach you I mean, basically a lot of the things that they teach you in the Marine Corps, as far as the respect, as far as some of the discipline. It's obviously not as regimented as heavily, but when they are together as a unit, they learn to march. They learn how to work as a team. They learn how to be a part of, uh, you know, a, a community and be a, a help to that community. Um, and when they go out, again, it's very much like if you would think about things like Boy Scouting, they go out and they learn map reading, uh, deep-sea diving. I mean, when I say deep-sea diving, I'm not talking about snorkeling. I'm talking about deep-sea diving. They, they have a program that enables them to get their deep-sea diving certification. They have programs that teach them weapons training, that teaches them, uh, you know, self-defense. I mean, it, all the things that go into being a strong soldier, it, it comes from empowering yourself. And that's where a lot of these kids they're not getting taught they're not getting taught that free will that we need to have in this country that that ability to empower yourself with something that's good. Hey, I know that I can protect myself. Hey, I know that if I'm in a situation that I can I can you know I can hold my breath for a certain amount of time. I know that I could swim from here to the, to that island over there. You know things that are self empowering our youth. Instead, we it's like, hey, I completed level 732 on a video game. What does that teach you in the real <laughs> life, in the blood and guts, in the blood and guts world? There's nothing there. It has no, it has no, it has no moral, uh, soul building, uh, you know, experience to it. These video games. There's no soul to that. Absolutely. You haven't. You're not. You're not testing yourself in any way, shape, or form. So it's it's from testing ourselves in, through our youth. You know, falling down time and again off a bike to learn how to ride it. You know that that earns you those sort of points as to be the type of young adult and adult that you go into. And the Young Marines just focuses on that. You know, they also focus on, you know, the, the civics lessons, how our government is built, how our, how our government is formed, why we are what we are, why are we this nation and everyone else isn't. Uh, you know, these types of things. History uh, goes in through the history of, of the Marines as well as just the history of our nation. All these things that, that empower us as Americans, as young Americans and as young Marines that they, that they learn all those things are, are things that build us up, and that's that's what the Young Marines program is all about. They don't try to break you down to a zero platform first. They do teach you the disciplinary regiment of, of the Marine Corps, but it's done in a way that is really conducive and really affecting the youth in a positive way. Wow. I love that. You know, I did a show, brother, on um, out of frustration. You know, I prayed about it, and God gave me some discernment one morning. <clears throat> Pardon me, and I did a show on three things. I couldn't understand why the vets in the military haven't responded to the treason. I couldn't understand why the Oath Keepers haven't responded to the treason. And I couldn't understand why the people are asleep, why they want to sit, like you said, on a keyboard and, and a bitch and complain and, and not get up and, and effectively go and be involved in, in uh, government at a municipal level because that's really where you need to start cleaning up. Our petitions, our phone calls are being ignored. Um, um, our congressman, it's like an act of Congress itself to get an appointment to, to have a conf- uh, uh, conference uh, with your representatives. And I don't know about other states, but in the state of Texas, we actually have to pay a fee for a day pass in order to enter into the state capitol so that we can visit with our constituents. And so this has been very frustrating for me personally as a watchman uh, for God and the country and and an advocate against injustice of all kinds, not just governmental injustice, but the things that we experience in our day-to-day lives uh, in other areas of oppression and obvious detriment or threat to to humanity itself. 
so God put on my heart three things, brother. He said, <clears throat> I want you to look up subordination. I want you to look up fear, and I want you to look up complacency, and it's going to answer all those questions for you. So I actually did a two-hour show on it, and I went over the oh. definitions. And basically, the first thing that they teach you in a military boot camp is subordination. Uh, everything is by rank, but societally, we are also classified by rank as lower class, upper class, middle class. So we are we are made to believe, or it is uh, put into our psyche uh, through repetition uh, to become subordinate or complacent and to be instilled with fear, and they all hold hands with one another. And I like what you just stated when you said, and this is the reason I brought this up, uh, you just stated that with the Marine program, the Young Marine program, that Young Marine, you're teaching them. Yes, you're you're teaching them other things. You're teaching them uh, the basics of of command, uh, which, if used properly, is is a positive effect. Uh, if used negatively, we see what we're witnessing today in um, the psyop of it all, where. Um, the fear is instilled by subordinates uh, being being taught to um, yield. I, I don't want to be negative in, in what I'm stating here. I'm trying to to paint a picture for the public. But what you right. stated was that you're trying to. This group is trying to give the, the the person the ability to make the right decisions, but to do it with discipline because discipline is very important in every aspect of our lives. If a child has no direction or discipline, then certainly they will fail at everything that they attempt. They won't have initiative. Uh, they won't have morals. They won't have standards. So I, I thank you for that. Thank you for working with sure. that program. Go ahead, Bob. No, a, no, and I was going to say, and, and helping instill life skills is, is probably the most important part. Yeah. You know, being able to do things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, and, and I've then, never... I've never seen a mushroom grow up with a steel plate on its back. You know what I mean? I mean, if you sure, right, starve exactly. and you eat crap all day, you're soft and you're doughy, and that's just the way it is. Uh, you know, these young Marines, they're healthy, they're in shape, uh, they're respectful, they they are kind, they are genuinely just good kids. And it's it's what you kind of it's such it's such an abrupt difference in what I'm used to seeing from the youth of America today that it's very noticeable. You know, when someone says shakes your hand, looks you in the eye, and says pleasure to meet you, sir. You know what I mean? It's like wow, I remember that's how I was brought up. That's right, cool, exactly. You know? Not like a, well, you know, something French fries, you know? Well, you know, a- another important thing, and I, I don't mean to stare away from the kids so much, but I think that the veterans are a very, very important issue right now. Um, you know, I, I'm kind of sick of hearing about veterans that aren't able to get the medical care that they need. You know, they're right. coming home and being considered public enemy number one by our government, and then, you know, not having the correct um, you know, um, not having a place to live, not having food on the table, and then the health care is the most important part. And, you know, it, it, it's kind of discerning to me that, that you know, we're, we're going through a time like this right now, and I'm glad some patriots actually stood up and did something in Phoenix. You know, a, a lot of veterans had, like, a homeless row there, that they were all staying and, you know, being able to, you know, kind of take care of one another. And some, you know, some thugs were coming by, beating them up, taking their food and, you know, whatever they had. So some patriots right. went out there for like three weeks and stood guard. 
and, uh, yep. you know, kind of helped them out a little bit. And then they even caught a carjacker one time. I thought that right. was pretty awesome. Very cool, yeah. And, and again, that's, you know, two, two the two major organizations that Madison Rising teamed up with, one A for the youth and the other one is A and B for the veterans. Um, and, you know, a country that takes care of its veterans, uh, you know, it – or country, I should say, that does not take care of its veterans the way they should um, is, is something that we need to change immediately. And it, it, it's all legislation. That's all it is. It's not like the dollars aren't there. Uh, the dollars can be there at the sign of a pen, at the click of a button. And it's just, it's just, it's just disrespectful. You know, we, we kind of expect a whole hell of a lot of these war fighters to go out and write a blank check for their lives during their best years of their lives. Uh, and then when they come home and they need, you know, some psychological help or they need help getting the, the, the benefits that they have risked their lives to get, all of a sudden the hands kind of go up in the, other, in the air and it's, it seems like, whoa, hey, hold on, buddy, you know, you, you were uh, only in uh, for five years or eight years or whatever, you know, you you only did one tour or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like it's all these different excuses these guys are getting. And they're like, listen, I need help. This is what I need. You know, can you help me? And then they're just not getting it. And it says it says a lot about this, this quote-unquote government that we have in place. Uh, it's not right. it's not taking care of it's not taking care of what needs to be taken care of, but it's really really busy outreaching and helping other countries that you know want to build nuclear weapons. So I have a big problem with that as well, and that's why you know I'm and we are involved with Concerned Veterans for America uh, just for that purpose. They have they have the walls to Washington broken down, and they they get legislation passed. They get things that these vets need done, and that's why. We stand by them, you know what I mean? They're making really positive effect and change on, on what's happening from Washington because they know that that's where it needs to start from. Well, hopefully it's even helping with, like, PTSD, you know, and the suicide rates and everything else. I mean, because that, you know, that, that with you know with the veterans, I mean, I can't actually speak for, you know, like I'm being a veteran because I, I never had the chance to serve in the military. But I know I have a lot of friends that are military, some are active, some just retired, and they say that the suicide rate is is outrageous because guys are coming home, their wives, you know, have ran off with another guy or, you know, they're not getting the support that they need. Or I mean, there's a million and one excuses and reasons, but they're not getting the help that they need. So right. it sounds like this group is a perfect type of group, you know, to maybe uh, help out with that issue also. It absolutely is, and we have there's people in place within within the organization as well. Uh, you know, I'm, I myself am a vet. I served Navy and Marine Corps. Um, you know, there's people inside the organization that are not veterans. They're family members of veterans, uh, and the veterans themselves are a lot of volunteers. You know what I mean? They get involved with the CBA. They see the brotherhood again. And they feel like they're a part of something that's affecting positive and, you know, affecting change awesome. for, for the veterans. And it's a great yeah. organization, not just for the veterans, but for veterans to get involved in. So please look sure. it up, man. If you're if you're somebody that's out there saying, you know, saying to yourself, I, I don't feel like I belong in, in, in my own country anymore. I don't know what country it is that I, that I left, but it's not the same one I came back to. If you're in one of those situations and you feel hopeless, you know, please call someone from Veterans for America. Go online, get involved, defendfreedomtour.com or cb4a.com, uh, and you can find out all the information for Concerned Veterans for America that you need to know. Get involved, volunteer in your state. We have people in every state, so it's growing rapidly, and, and it's really becoming the, the veterans' voice uh, of America. That's awesome. That's awesome. 
Wow, wow. That you know, it, it it makes you it makes you really feel good, you know, to know that there's programs out there for people like that, and uh, you know, to, you, you, like you said, you got both ends of the spectrum pretty much covered. You know, guys before they can make it to the military, and then you know be, when they get out of there. So that that's beautiful. Um, you know, there's you know, another actually, program out there, Bobby, that okay. is also very crucial that I want to mention while we're mentioning these types okay. of programs. Sure. It's called sure. Vets Journey Home. And Vets Journey Home is an organization that is working, uh, and I'm going to put some people in touch, Dave, with with, uh, with this program you're speaking about from this other program. They're, they're desperate to get before the legislators and get some funding behind them and some um, some support uh, for veterans. 22 is the average number of veterans a day in America that are committing suicide. Vets Journey Home has a program where uh, myself and others volunteer and we go on like a three-day um, convention, if you will, where we bring veterans in who are volatile, most likely to commit suicide. And we bring them together in a group environment where they are able to vent, to speak, uh, to break down the barriers of isolation that lead to that final moment that takes a life, uh, to, to help them understand that they're not alone in the battle. Many of the veterans that that organization and this organization um, um, do some of the things that they accomplish save a life. They they give them hope. They give them respect. Uh, they give them a sense of pride back, um, and they remove that barrier, that isolation that they feel, and that frustration. And it gives them hope so that they don't give up. So I wanted to give a shout out and mention that group as well. Very cool. Very cool. Awesome. Well, I, I know that you're stuck for time, Dave. I mean, um, well, you know, thank you guys for having me on. I greatly, greatly Absolutely. appreciate it. And, uh, you know, anytime, if, uh, again, if people want to find out more about Madison Rising, it's just madisonrising.com. Uh, check out our Facebook page, Madison Rising, or my Facebook page, Dave Bray, Madison Rising. Uh, you know, we try to be as responsive as we possibly can with our fans and our friends because, I mean, it's definitely – the fans and friends that help us make it enable us to do what we do. So thank you again to Concerned Veterans for America, Young Marines Program, and all of our fans out there. You guys are awesome. So God bless you and be well. All right, brother. Thanks so much for everything you do. brother. Yes, thank you for your service. You have a blessed day, brother. Wow, Bobby. What an amazing man. What an amazing man. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Wow. You know, I mean, besides being a rock star and, you know, and, and living, well, I don't think he's living the glamorous life because, like you said, he's not being chauffeured around and, you know, and all that. <laughs> and, you yeah. know, and to my understanding, you know, they're they're just wholesome people and down-to-earth people. You know, it, it, it makes you feel good that somebody of his stature is so involved. And, in, you know, like he said, you know, with the, with the kids, and then you yeah. know, with the uh, you know, with with the veterans associations and all that. I mean, that that's pretty damn awesome. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Yep. Yeah. Anybody that doesn't know about their music, 
please, by all means, go check out their music on YouTube. Like he said, add their Facebook page. Um, you can probably add him. I don't know if he would be adding people as much as he would be putting them on his, uh, you know, on Madison Rising page. But, uh, yeah, by all means, check out their music. Um, his rendition of the Star Spangled Banner and America the Beautiful and some of the other songs are, will knock your socks off. I'm telling you right now, absolutely will knock your socks off. The first song that we played in the beginning of the show was actually Madison Rising. So, I mean, that's a, that was a pretty damn good song, too. So, Yeah, yeah, I really, really liked him. Uh, I'm sorry we get so restricted in his time today, man. I had a couple of questions I wanted to ask him. So you make sure, Bobby, that you get him back on whenever you can because he's a great interview. We will be able to get him on pretty much any time. Um, we've already made a connection. Um, we, we made a pretty solid connection. That's how we got him on today. So um, I think we're good to go in the future. We'll be able to get him on more. Um, I, I knew before the interview was even going on that we were only going to get him for a strict 30 minutes, and he actually gave us 40. So that's that's pretty good. Um. All right, let's get down to a breakdown. Bobby, I understand you're going to take a little vacation tomorrow, so we're not going to have our usual Friday show with Bobby and Becky, recapping right. the week's events, uh, what's right. going on in America, what's going on globally. There's a couple of things we really need to address. Um, and I want to cut to some news, uh, breaking news. You made mention, I'd like for you to mention again, what is going on with Putin? You know, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think the man's off his rocker, first of all. Okay? He, I, I respect him. Okay? I respect him for some of the things that he says and does. But, okay, here, take for instance, I, I kind of warned everybody on a show, I don't know, it was like a week or two ago. You know, Putin, he makes you think that he's doing the right thing by, oh, he's going to go attack ISIS. He's going to go wipe ISIS out. They've been doing, you know, airstrikes on them and this and that and everything else. But don't be fooled by the man behind the curtain because I think what Putin is really trying to do is he's trying to say, look, America's not doing what they used to do, okay? They're not being the big bullies on the block and getting involved in everybody's business. We're the ones that came and wiped out ISIS. We're the ones that just handled business. You guys need to maybe follow us now because we have, a, in, in America, they have a weak president who's not going to do anything any longer, okay, until at least the next president comes in. They're not going to be able to rely on, you know, Obama to protect anybody because he doesn't give a rat's ass if you're not from the Middle East. So. A lot of these other countries might be impressed by what Mr. Putin is doing, and I would not be surprised if he's not doing that on purpose and going, hey, you know, we're doing this here. Hey, we're doing that there. Because, look, he got Bibi to start following him now. Netanyahu just made a treaty with Russia. They haven't had a treaty in over 50 years. Wow. So Putin is making some waves. <clears throat> And he and he's doing some things, but he just allowed a mosque to be open in Russia today. Now, 
He already well, made it very clear he was not going to allow Muslims in his country. Well, he just double double talked. He just well, double talked. Well, let's 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 Go talk ahead. about what's going on, Bobby. You and I both have talked right. about Putin and Obama supposedly being mortal enemies and all this friction between them, and that's all bullshit. We heard him talking on the mic. Right. He thought the mic was off. When I'm when I'm back in office, so see, he already knew he was going to be back in because he was right. seated the first time he wasn't voted in. He was seated the second time he wasn't voted in. He knew sure. what direction everything was going to sure. take, and this is all a, a well-oiled machine. Um, Putin, you said there was a Catholic bishop at the opening of this mosque. The Day right. of Atonement was yesterday. That is a very, very big biblical Jewish occurrence. Okay. Right. And that is right. when the Pope went, uh, the Pope addressed America. So um, all these things are lining up biblically, not well, just politically, but biblically. All these things are taking place. Now you think about this: the Muslims were created. Islam came out of Persia, was created by the Jesuits. Catholics and the Jesuits are all the same. Um, This Pope is actually a Jesuit. They formed Islam and took the Bible to write the Quran, the Mir Quran, to cause confusion about who God is, to cause uh, confusion or doubt about who Christ was. And is and and so it, it's a it's a mental clusterfuck, for lack of better terminology. I apologize, but that's what it is. Right. So right. here we go. We've got a mosque opening up. We know America created ISIS. We know they were trained by our military. We know they were trained by the CIA. We know that the UN was a part of the organizing of that terrorist group. We know that we've been arming them. And we have been funding them that military uh, equipment was left in, in Iraq for that very purpose for when they were told by Obama with the ISIL, giving them an indication to go ahead and move into the Levant, which is a region, to take the region, to move towards Syria, and just annihilate everything in its path. Well, they, they've grown. And many of these, uh, uh, and once again, by the way, Obama let another terrorist out yesterday, Bobby. Uh, these terrorists, five of the terrorists that were traded for Bergdahl, who was a traitor for desertion, and $50 million to further fund their terrorist efforts while they get out of jail, you know, to compensate them for the time that they spent in jail. Uh, they got $50 million. They were released from Guantanamo Bay. Two of them are now major generals in the ISIS um, uh, regime. And Obama let another one go yesterday, but I'm painting a big picture here, Bobby, as I always do, because that's what I do. Um, So now we've got Islam, a a bishop blessing the opening of the mosque, okay, Catholicism, Jesuits, uh, who created Islam as foot soldiers to kill Europeans and Christians across the globe. That's what the purpose was. They were the death killing machine. Islam has always been uh, a barbaric, murdering regime. That's what they are. That's Islam. There is no moderate Muslim, and I'll argue with anybody on that fact. So, well, uh, the Russians called it a cathedral mosque at that. Oh, 
Oh, Jesus. So so you can see the connection. Well, oh, yeah, absolutely. The Pope, the Pope had an imam hold prayer in the Vatican. Uh, he kissed the Quran. He stood up and he preached about uh, you didn't need to believe in God. Right here on American soil, this this Pope, this demon, uh, he, he blasphemed Christ. He he's turning souls away from God, yet he's supposed to be a man of the cloth, and uh, they all go hand in hand. So it doesn't surprise me that Putin opened a mosque, had a bishop, a Catholic bishop, blessing that mosque, and had Muslims singing Allah Akbar out in front of the opening of this glorious mosque that probably cost a billion dollars to build, that your oh, tax absolutely. dollars and mine probably went towards. You you need to see this place. Okay, it looks like Taj Mahal. And I'm, I'm not even kidding you. Okay, it looks just like Taj Mahal. And another thing I wanted to add uh, to it, Becky, don't don't forget, is a Muslim ho- holiday just started, what, yesterday or today also? Wow. One of their high holidays. Yeah, it's one of the uh, the big religious high holidays for them. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and that's so. the day after atonement. That's the day after atonement. That's another blasphemy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. It, it just, you know, Bobby, it never stops. And and Putin, I understand Putin and China have made a threat toward America uh, that they were going to annihilate ISIS just days ago, and uh, they were going to fight America uh, to stop them from overthrowing the government in Syria, which is why ISIS was created. I had an American soldier <laughs> that's active duty so tell stupid. me that shit. He told me that shit. An active duty soldier told me yeah, we created ISIS and we train them because they're there to overthrow the, the Syrian government. Wow. Right. No big deal. No big deal. Meanwhile, there's Nothing to see here. Nothing to see yeah, here. Attack, yeah, attacking everybody on everybody's soil, invading countries out the yaya, and Obama's bringing uh, now it's 750,000 Syrian refugees is what I heard. Well, here. This is the thing that I'm kind of worried about besides the refugees. I mean, the refugees, we know that's going to be a problem, okay? But people pay attention right now, okay? You know Russia and China have a pact together, okay? Now Putin and Netanyahu have been meeting with each other and have been talking to one another. And I'm going to tell you right now, the way that America has been – has been treating Netanyahu, our number one ally. We're treating him like he's a red-headed stepchild. Pay attention to Israel, okay? I don't know how. I don't know why. I just have a feeling pay attention to Israel because Israel, Netanyahu, is pissed off at Obama right now. So who better to have for Putin's sidekick than to go ahead and get Netanyahu, who is pissed off at Obama right now. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. See how that's all going hand in hand? So I respect Netanyahu, okay? I, I like the man. I think he's an awesome speaker. Um, the things that he talks about and everything else, I mean, I, I like the man. But, but there's a big but. Everybody has their own agenda. 
So, I mean, he wants the same thing that everybody else wants. He wants power. He wants that one-world government. So, you know, you never know. Him and Putin together, that is a force to be reckoned with, them and China. Putin, Netanyahu, and whoever China's leader is, that's a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, we've really got a lot of stuff going on. And the Pope uh, coming to America and what he came for, getting involved in politics, is nothing more than initiating a one-world government. I had somebody uh, on a post today saying, oh, yeah, he's just one of the puppets. No, he is the puppet master. The entire regime that has taken over this globe as a new world order is headed up by none other than the Pope. He is the highest authority in the land, and when I say the land, in all of the world, people think Obama is the most powerful man. He's not. He works for this man. So uh, we've, we've got some serious issues. He's here about the gun treaty. The U.N. gun treaty wants to disarm us. Uh, he's here yep. to talk about race uh, issues, and he is uh, validating the black anger uh, by his statement, there is no validation for this black anger or the call for genocide of any race by another race, period. Um, then you have, he's, ta- he's uh, desecrating uh, the word of God, he's blaspheming the Lord, he's blaspheming the Holy Spirit, and he is calling for a one world religion. And yep. to uh, to guide us into the very battle that's spoken about in Revelation, here it is. And let me tell you a little bit about this Pope, Bobby, that the public probably doesn't know. A couple uh, months ago, I was on Terry Dodd's show, and there happened to be a gentleman talking about satanic rituals and children who are trafficked, who are kidnapped by CPS and and, uh, uh, and people who uh, kidnap children and traffic them, and they simply disappear. Uh, Every year, CPS uh, will give the excuse that over 500 children are missing when they're inquired as to where their whereabouts are when the families want these kids back, and they can't locate them. They've been lost in the shuffle. Many of these children are trafficked out to uh, become sex slaves, but many are also used in satanic rituals. And, yes, folks, this isn't uh, 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 sci-fi or conspiracy theory. This really happens, and we have had survivors of those rituals actually testify to the horrific torture and rape and mutilation and murders of children that they were in the room with or that they were trafficked with. And I want to tell you something about this Pope. This is very, very scary, Bobby. This particular Pope, Pope Francis, was found guilty in the ICLCJ court in Brussels. It's an international common law court of justice. And, uh, he, along with, uh, it was Pope Francis uh, Bergoglio, Catholic Jesuit Superior General Adolfo uh, Pachon, and Archbishop of Canterbury Justin Welby were all found guilty of rape, torture, murder, and trafficking of children. Five judges of this International Common Law Court of Justice in Brussels determined the crimes occurred as recently as 2010, since last March, and this article is from 2014, since last March, over 48 eyewitnesses have come forward to testify before the ICLCJ court 
about the defendant's activities as members of the Ninth Circle Satanic Child Sacrifice Cult. The Ninth Circle Sacrifice Cult is said to do child sacrifices at the Roman Catholic cathedrals in Montreal, New York, Rome, Scotland, London, Carnarvon Castle in Wales. By the way, that's owned by the, the bitch over there, the queen. An undisclosed French chateau in Holland and a Canadian Catholic and Angelican Indian residential school in uh, Kamloops, British Columbia, and Branford, Ontario, uh, and also in Ontario, Canada. The Ninth Circle Satanic Child Sacrifice Cult was believed to use privately owned forest groves. Remember Bohemian Grove in California? That's a big one for politics. Right. In the U.S., right. and it's all tied back to the Satanic Church, by the way. Um, we'll do a show on that one day if you want to. Uh, privately owned forest groves in the U.S., Canada, France, Holland, and for their human hunting parties for global elites, including members of European royal families. Teens were said to be obtained by the mafia, then stripped naked, raped, hunted down, and killed like wild animals. The chief prosecutor stated that the Catholic Church is the world's largest corporation and appears to be in collusion with the mafia, governments, police, and courts worldwide. That's how these kids come up missing. Two adolescent women told the ICLCJ court that Pope Francis raped them while participating in child sacrifices. Eight other eyewitnesses confirmed their allegations of being witness to the rape and the sacrifices. The Ninth Circle Satanic Cult were said to have taken place during the spring of 2009 and 2010 in rural Holland and in Belgium. Pope Francis was also found to be a perpetrator in satanic child sacrifice rites while acting as an Argentine priest and bishop, bishop according to sealed documents obtained from the Vatican archives. A second record dated December 26, 1967, called uh, the magisterial privilege, was said to show that every new pope was required to participate in the Ninth Circle Satanic Cult ritual, sacrifices of newborn children, including drinking their blood. The documents were presented to the ICLCJ court by a prominent Vatican official and a former Vatican Curia employee. In other words, that's the person who kept the record books or um, would be like a court reporter. Last month, an investigator to the Irish Garda police force testified before the five judges and 27 jury members that marks on the bones of nearly 796 children found in the Irish Roman Catholic non-septic tank indicated they had been ritually killed. The witnesses testified that forensics experts had confirmed the decapitation and dismemberment of babies in mass grave resembled the usual signs of ritualistic murder of child sacrifice. And I would go on and on and on with this. BBC documentary picked this up. They exposed a 50-year scandal of child trafficking by the Catholic Church in Spain, who is being paid millions and millions of dollars in this country, Bobby, to traffic in these refugees and the children that we know were kidnapped to traffic in as part of the invasion because we uh, five parents came out of Venezuela trying to sue Obama and the government to get their kids back because they were kidnapped and brought in uh, and used as a front on this invasion on America through the gates of hell in Texas out of Mexico. 
here's who gets paid. The largest percentage of the government contracts are the Catholic organizations and charities are making millions to do a so-called integration. Who is taking the children? These are kids without a name, without birth certificates, without documentation, and they're getting paid. So they're going through there, I guarantee you, and they're taking his children. I wonder how many of this sick bastard's going to take back to Rome with him. Go ahead, Bobby. Oh, no. I mean, when when you told me about this, I was like, what? I mean, I, I never knew about it. You know, this is the first time I'm ever hearing about it. And, you know, I was just like, I, you know, I couldn't believe it. What, where are the people protesting? If, if this is public knowledge, where are the people protesting him being here and, you know, doing his thing and doing his little tours? Because I can tell you right they now, they yeah, know, that's got to be what it is. That has to be they what it know. is. Now, where, 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 what's the source on this? This this is BBC News. ABC News special was done wow. on it. Wow! Wow! Uh, yeah, so yeah. This is, I mean, this, this is, is not this, this is not all this, news pipeline or whatever. This is like major. Abso- you know, absolutely not. No, absolutely not. And here's here's the scary thing. Back to what I was saying about uh, them being contractors to integrate the immigrants into society here and help them assimilate and give them all their charities and shit. Check this out. Right. Check this out. This is just going to blow your mind. Pope Francis was also found to be a perpetrator in the satanic child sacrifice rites while acting as an Argentine uh, uh, priest. But in 19, in the 70s, right, another witness testified that uh, in the 70s, they were present during Pope Francis's meeting with the military junta during Argentina's 1970s dirty war. According to witnesses, Pope Francis helped traffic 30 Thousand children of missing political prisoners into an international child exploitation ring run by the office out of the Vatican. That's what I'm talking about right there. Wow. Right there. Yeah. And they and the witnesses identified the perpetrators also uh, as Pope Francis, John Paul II. Uh, John uh, Joseph Ratzinger, Angelican, United Church of Canada, Catholic Church officials, including cardinals and Catholics, Jesuit Superior, General Adolfo uh, Pachon, the UK's Queen Elizabeth, Prince Philip, Archbishop of, of Canterbury, Justin Welby, and High Court Justice Judge Fulford of the Netherlands, Dutch and Belgium Cardinals, Royals, including Dutch Crown, Prince Alfred Bernhard, King Hendrick, uh, consort to Queen uh, Wilhelmina in Holland, Queen Beatrix, her father and Viceroy, Prince Johann Frizo, his wife Maybell, uh, wife Smith, former ministers, top man of the Dutch Army Forces, under Secretary uh, of the Red Van State, officials of the Canadian, Australian, UK, U.S. military and governments, including the U.S. CIA, plus prominent government ministers, judges, politicians, businessmen of the U.S., Belgium, Holland, Canada, Australia, France, Ireland, and U.K., Bobby. Bobby. Wow. Yes. Everything that we have talked about and had guests speak on and held conversations and conference calls on, talking about the rituals, 
and the pedophilia with uh, Biden and the Pope and U.S. government, Bohemian Gardens, it's all friggin' true. It's all true. Mainstream media doesn't report this. Why? Their own Biden. Well, I've I've watched a lot of information about Bohemian Grove in San Francisco, and I mean, you know, there's a lot going on there. Um, actually, uh, believe it or not, Alex Jones broke in there one time and acted like he was one of them, and he recorded all the stuff going on and showed the sacrifice and then the lighting of the owl and they, you know, a supposed. Um, killing of a child, and he couldn't prove that it was an actual killing, but he said it looked like it. A sacrifice of a child. Absolutely. Check this out. Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip were actually convicted in the disappearance of 10 native children from Kamloops Residential School in British Columbia. October 10th, 1964. Parents have never seen their children since. They haven't seen them. The litigations also appeared uh, to result in uh, Pope Ratzinger's resignation. Evidence of those cases could be found in Kevin Annette's hidden no longer. So you're looking at 400 and, yes, you're looking at uh, a court that has over 450 common law peace officers in 13 different countries with 51 local charter groups operating that convicted these people in a court of law, but there was nothing done. These people are still, these demonic bastards are still crawling the earth, controlling the people, oppressing the people, and calling for the genocide right. people. Now you understand right. the racial division. Now you understand why they're doing what they're doing. People, this is real. Look it up. Wow. I, I don't even know what to say. I don't think I've ever been in my life to a point to where I just said, wow, like 10 times in a row and nothing behind it. You know, it's like, it's a, it, it, it's pretty sad. It's pretty sad. And it, think about it, folks. The Pope is somebody that, you know, <laughs> Anybody that's a Christian or Catholic or whatever, they all look up to this guy. The Bible tells us not to call a man, no man, father, pope, priest, or pious, or teacher. The Bible tells you, God gave you direction. He told you, he warned you who that, who that person would be. He would be more revered than God himself. He would be... He would be put on a pedestal. He's a false idol. He's he's misguiding and, and leading you into the pits of hell. And, uh, man, I've had battles, Bobby, with people, the Catholics online, talking about what a great man he is. And don't you, even Ben Pam, Benjamin, really, Ben, wanted to argue, I don't speak anything ill of the Pope. Why? He's, he's, he's the very demon God warned you about. There is only one Holy Father. This man goes around, he, people bowing to him and kissing his ring and, you know, crying and praying to him and, and looking for absolution from him. Your absolution comes from Christ, from the blood of the Lamb. No man can forgive your sin. He acts as so though he is God. That's why God said, no, don't do it. Go ahead, brother. So you and you and Benjamin words over words over the Pope? Jesus. Uh, really, man, I was like, I was like, fuck him. Fuck the Pope. Him of all he's people. Like, I, I mean, he's so outspoken yeah. on everything. It's like, I, I, you know, it's kind of hard to believe. <laughs> Dude, it was unbelievable. He's, he's pretty outspoken on everything, you know? 
Yeah, but, it, um, it was uh, it was crazy. Wow. Well, they're fighting you know what, for so, it. It's just like these idiots backing up, uh, you know, Rubio or or Ted Cruz or you know, we've got people out here. Yeah, well, I've got the perfect cabinet: Trump for president, Cruz for vice president, Craig Gowdy for chief justice or or Department of Justice or whatever. And then they've even got that stupid bitch Fiona from Hewlett Packard, who has absolutely no morals whatsoever, who um, was convicted of crimes and lost her job at Hewlett Packard. Uh, for illegal oh. activities under sanction that she ignored, you know. Okay, I mean, but what about retarded. what about when she praised the whole, um, you know, all the Muslims in in Islam? Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to think of the year that it was because I just saw the the, the um, article today. She got called out, and nobody knew this about her. And now everybody's changing their whole ways about her now too, because everybody's like, oh, she's the hottest thing, and this and that, and then all of a sudden the information came out that she was saying, yeah, you know, you guys need to uh, be prepared for, you know, Islam and this and that and whatever and that, yeah. Um, I forget exactly the, what the words were, but it, and, and then she was talking about that a Muslim should be president and all this other stuff. It's like, oh, no, 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 lady, You're, you just went from up here to way down there now. I mean, and I'm not saying it just because, of her Muslim things that she was saying. I'm talking about everything that she was saying just made her go from up here to way down there. You know, I mean, a lot of people, they, they, they lost interest in her in a heartbeat. So, I hey, mean, Bob, a lot hey, of Bob, information came out about her. Yeah. We've, we've got, we've got somebody that's asked me to bring her in on the child trafficking thing real quick before we get out of that discussion. Okay. That I bet I know who discussion. this is. Yes. Yeah. Hello. Mary Kendall, say hello. Hello. Okay. How are you? Hello. Hey, hey. Welcome aboard. Share the info. Thank you. <laughs> I've been, I've been listening, and by the way, there's quite an echo. Just letting you know, coming out yeah. over the phone. Oh, I'm sure. But in. So, uh, yeah, the sex trafficking really is happening, and it's international. It's all over the world. They, they've been moving these kids for years, years. And I have a case in uh, in uh, Virginia right now where a uh, little boy was taken from his mother, Monica Wisolowski, that case. Yeah. Uh, you can read about that on Dave Hodges' uh, website, Common Sense Show. But uh, they sex trafficked her little boy into a uh, foster home with two gay men, and he was raped, and nothing was ever done about it. She had pictures to prove it. The homeworker who was there during the visit uh, witnessed the child's uh, injuries and told the mother to call uh, call the police, and I told her to do the same. Um, the mistake was she didn't send it, call, call a squad and send him to the hospital because she wasn't allowed to do that. And they wouldn't let her. So uh, nothing was ever done. And she called, she talked to the detectives there in Fairfax County, Virginia, right down there, uh, about her son. And they wouldn't do anything about it. And they told her that if she complained one more time, they'd find they'd come after her. They were, they were going to charge her with something. And subsequently, nothing has ever been done. And Dave Hodges was speaking to people in uh, Canada and all over the world where, it, they, that they're putting the children with gay couples 
on purpose. It's part of the socializing, what they're doing, this, this regressive stuff. And um, children disappear all the time because once they hit uh, the age of where they run away, they don't even go looking for them. A lot of them don't even bother to go look for these kids. Subsequently, they end up in the streets on drugs, sex traffic out of the streets, and they're traveling all over the world. This is nothing new. It's been going on the Franklin cover-up for one thing. Uh, those states now still have problems. Weird stuff happens in their state, like satanic statues put, like Iowa. It wasn't Kansas. They said no, and they moved it to Iowa. But then, and yeah, it's all. It's, and it does involve Satanism. And you can research it. Well, I know Dave. I was going to say, I know Dave has done a lot of shows about missing children and stuff like that. And a lot of good information for anybody that wants to go back and, uh, you know, look at any of the archives or anything. Just go to the Common Sense Show. And uh, Dave's got a ton of shows on there, especially about what we're talking about. And, and, and also, I wanted to add in real quick, it's under the Agenda 21, um, you need to read about that and how it's going to affect your family, because uh, of how it affects the kids in the schools and the kids that have to do with vaccinations, the whole nine yards. And everything that he was writing in there, is, it's happening, so I, I encourage people to read about that, too. Mary, tell, Mary, tell the people who you are and what you do. Oh, um... I'm the National Director for Vocal Victim of Child Abuse Laws. We work out of, um, from NASA, the National State Organizations of Vocal slash Vocal. I'm here in Ohio. And um, I'm a family advocate. I investigate cases uh, that come to me, and I see if I see any abuse or not. And if I don't, I fight like hell to save a family. And if I Is do, that on a state level or a local is that on a state Sorry? level or on a national level that you do? Uh, national. We're national. We're Absolutely. National. That's awesome. I, that, that's got to be a yeah, very and, hard job. Uh, the burnout rate's pretty bad. Sometimes I have to take a couple months off. It's hard. Very hard. Um, but it, the reward is getting children home um, and watching laws change and being a part of it. And being on the other end of the line at 2 in the morning, <laughs> sorry, it makes me cry because I've been through it. That's why I lost my children, too. Sorry. Had you, had you ever heard this information that Becky Sharon, Mary, about the Pope sorry? and stuff? Have you ever seen and heard this stuff before? Seen uh, what? The child trafficking? No, 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 about what's going on with the Pope, you know, that he had been charged with, uh, you know, with, with everything that we're talking about, you know, yes, um, with I, the I likes of... disturbing, disturbing that, uh, that, that, that um, he's not locked up somewhere, um, and it's really just pretty scary. I don't even know where to go with that. It's just like, wow. I'm trying to figure out why uh, there's no protest going on, and then Becky just made it clear. She goes, nobody scary. knows about it. Well, people are scared for one thing. They're scared because they know that the government's going to, they're going to shoot you down, arrest you, or make your life a hell. And, you know, so, so people don't want to. They're scared. 
Yeah, they're not going to like that I disclosed it today, I can assure you. <laughs> I don't really care. You know, I, 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 deal with, I deal with some Vietnam vets because, we, like I say, we've got one lives down the road. My mom and I love to test out our cooking and baking on him. He loves us. And uh, you know he they he's involved with you know the, the groups and whatnot and they're they're all upset they can't even believe what's going on they're in total shock and uh, hearing that they're that they're gonna the VA's gonna be coming after their guns uh, because they're on um, disability so they encourage them to go on disability it's like a trap that's a whole other subject but. Stuff with, with the Pope, it, it's frightening because everyone's known about all this for years, and they traffic the children all over the place. Kids disappear, and only knows where they went. They disappear in the Vatican. They never find them. Jones right now has a really good piece on there uh, where he's interviewing this man from who from from Italy, and. Um, He's talking about the Vatican and the prophecy and the children and how they would send buses down and pick up young boys and take them into the Vatican and they disappear. <laughs> they were raped and all kinds of stuff. And nobody, nobody's done anything about them, I think, because they can't or they won't. Well, this, this very evil entity runs the drug industry. They run yeah. the body parts industry, they run the wars, they create the wars, they run the terrorists to the government. They're very, very demonic and uh, in nature. They run the guns, uh, they run pharmaceuticals, they control what we're eating, they're poisoning us with purpose. They are killing our veterans on purpose. Because they're war machines. They create war machines and then they have to dispose of them. What a better way to do it than to make them homeless, destitute, commit suicide, let them die, expose them to chemicals, inject their bodies with poisons that over a period of time activate uh, major radicals in the body that shuts the body and the organs down and causes cancer and all kinds of shit, right? That's how they do it. People, this is not conspiracy. This is fact. And the sooner that you pray to God to open your eyes, ears, and your heart, and you start yielding to him, he's going to give you some discernment on what's fact and fiction. And you're going to understand everything that I said is not from a crazy woman, but by a very pissed off warrior for God. Amen. It is. <laughs> I, think we, I think we put Bobby into a, a shock. Uh, no, you know, he's, no, he's, no. I'm he's just, I, I'm just. I, I don't. You know what? Gobsmacked. This, this world is pretty damn sick. That's pretty much what I'm coming up with right now. This world is pretty damn sick. And you know how how have we made it this long? How have we made well, it this we're long? Yeah, yeah. Well, 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 we're there. We're there. There's no doubt mm-hmm. about it. We're there. We're coming up to the end. Well, I think the social media has something to do with it because people are finding out and they know now. And they are getting pissed off. And they are waking up and sitting going, okay, now what? These people were right. Uh, our reality is not what we thought it was. Well, your natural instinct to fight or flight is going to kick in at some point. Really, seriously, it will. Once you realize 
the, uh, the veracity of it all, but when, when you understand the detriment that you're in, when you understand it's Russian roulette, your child's next, just because it didn't happen to one of them yet, the more children you have, your odds are greatly increased. Just because it hadn't happened to your family yet, it happened to so-and-so who knew so-and-so down the block, it is a ticking time bomb. You're walking around with a venomous snake in your back pocket. And your brain to God, he doesn't strike you. But it's coming. So when well, you know, understand that, then they're going to do something, Barry. Well, they're, they're trying to uh, make the pedophilia, which is now supposedly a, a uh, sexual preference. Uh, what is it? I, I feel like I'm playing a bunch of shows today. I'm sorry, but Alex Jones has something on there now about how uh, progressives are trying to make pedophilia a, 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 a new um, sexual preference, and, and we should be understanding. What is it? What? What? Wait, what? Pedophilia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, pedophilia. Well, you know what? I have having I have... sex with children. Well, well, see, but let me let me explain something. If that's the case, then I then I have a new preference too, and it's to blow their fucking heads off if I catch them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm a victim of that. I'm a survivor of that. So it's my preference. I I can tell you something right now. If I ever, ever knew of anybody ever putting their hand on my kid, grandkid, uh, even a friend of mine's kids, any kids, period, and it was somebody that I knew, and, and I promise you this, if they ever did something to one of my kids or my grandkids, we're all going to hell that night. And And, and I really don't care who would be watching or whatever, because we're all going to hell that night. Because that's one thing that you do not do, okay? It's totally off limits in my book. I don't give a damn who you are. You don't anything to kids, okay? Kids, right on. you know, it's the most innocent of innocents. Okay, you don't put your hands on kids, you don't do anything sexually to a child, you don't torment them, you don't beat them, you don't do anything. You want to set me off real quick? Go ahead and do something to a kid. You will set me off like like you would never even know. Listen, I've stopped in a parking lot when somebody was abusing a a, a wetback. It was a true wetback, or at least he acted like he was. He acted like he could speak English. Slap in the head, a maybe two-year-old little girl, his wife standing beside him, slapped her so hard because she was crying coming out of the store, and she was walking that he knocked her down, and you knew he abused her because when he hit her, he stopped crying. He smacked her in the head. I stopped my car, and I went after him. And I told him, he ran around the other side of the car. I said, I will break your fucking neck. And I called the police. I called the police on the phone. And his wife wife got out of the car, and she stood down and and stared at me. I said, bitch, I'll hurt you first just so I can have him to myself. I I was never more angry in my life. He went to jail. The cops came. He went to jail. I blocked him in. They couldn't leave. I told them, come on, come on, come on. I want you to come at me because I'm going to kill you where you stand. And that baby, he hit her again in the head after the first time when I told him, stop it. 
stop it now. And he looked at me like he couldn't speak English. He never spoke a word of English to me. He never spoke a word of English to me. And they had to bring a, a Spanish-speaking officer to the scene, and they ran him his rights and put him in the car. But he smacked well, that baby harder than I've ever seen anybody slap a baby in the head in my life. And I smashed. I threw my car in park. I didn't give a shit if I went to jail. You don't hurt children. Right. Well, look you at these idiots that, that that do these videos and pictures and the woman holding the gun to the baby's head or she's slapping the mm. shit out of the kid on Facebook and then somebody reports it and Facebook says it's not against their rules or their whatever. Oh, yeah. And they let the picture yeah. stay. Are you kidding me? I can't take it, y'all. I, I, I cannot take injustice. I think that's why I do what I do. I cannot handle injustice. It drives me bonkers. I want to beat the crap out of somebody when they're inflicting that on another individual. I just can't deal with that. I'm, I don't deal with it, well. I don't. Right. Right. You know, let me it. give out the phone number. We don't have uh, – we only got 30-some-odd minutes left, and I know that there were some people that were calling in. Um, I don't know if they were calling in because they wanted to ask um, Dave some questions, but – you know, um, let's give out the number, though, because I know some people want to get involved in this conversation, especially since the cat's yeah. been let out of the bag, that's for sure. 929-477-3565. That's 929-477-3565. If you have any questions, please press that number one. We'll try to get you in here. Um, oh, my God. I, I'm just right now, I'm just so, ooh. Your blood pressure up? So, Is your blood pressure up? <laughs> you know what? I don't even want to know if it's up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm so scared that, you know, my God, you know, because it makes me think about my grandkids and my kids and, you know, oh, my God, if somebody put their hands on them, I, I, I mean, I don't even know what I would do. Well, you but, know what but Mary I do, said, I, brother, is very important, Bobby, because what she's stating is that, what everybody's up in arms about with this whole gay marriage thing, when they subjugated the Constitution again and they did an illegal imposition on every state for that particular thing, it opened up right. and set precedent for sick bastards, a pedophile, to stand before the court and demand that that is his sexual preference or her right. sexual oh, no. preference. You see what I'm saying? It was opening the bag up. It was opening up the gateway to hell. Was it not there? Yes, it was. Yeah, but look at these Muslims. Oh, in 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 the Quran it says that we can you know have sex with kids and this and that. And you watch and you hear what I'm telling you right now. Within the next year, court systems are going to allow these pieces of shit to get away with it because the Quran says so. Watch. Bobby, they Watch already what I'm telling you. Incident. Bobby, we've already got incidents on the East Coast where they kidnapped American young teenage girls and they took them across state lines. Fifty Muslim men held them as sex slaves for more than two weeks, and none of those bastards went to jail for it. The kids got away. <laughs> they made their way back, got a phone call, got picked up or whatever. They get taken back. And they did not convict them and put them in jail for trafficking, kidnapping, nothing. They served not, they're, they're Muslim. It's already happened. Look it up. 
No, I believe you, and I, I've heard of it happening. But I'm saying it's going to be the norm now. As soon as they go to yeah. court, you know, and the whole process goes through, it's going to be the normal thing. Oh, you're Muslim, and, it, you know, that's your fate? Okay, no problem. You know, no, no jail time, nothing for you. We're, you know what, we're, we're just uh. going to give you uh, court supervision or you have to pay a fine or your fine is to meet the devil, sir. That's your yeah. fine Thank in you. my eyes. Time yeah. to meet the devil. Thank you. Thank you. Speak up, Mary. Yeah, Mary, you, you, it's like you're not talking in the phone. Sorry, sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah. I'm yeah. The thing. Uh, okay. The thing is, there's a lot of uh, important, powerful people who are pedophiles. And pedophiles go where the children are, okay? So that doesn't mean they're not in children's services. That doesn't mean that they're not at the park. That doesn't mean they're not a boy scout leader. They are. They are. And CPS does traffic children. They, they do sex traffic children. They've been busted doing it. So the thing is, this is what's so scary because when they come to the door, they, they're there to, you're guilty just because they got a call. Let's so just start right there. And if they find a way to take your child and you don't get your child back, you don't even know where they're going to end up. They aren't going to tell you. When they're 18, they're never going to be able to find you. These children are wandering around with no family and no way to find their family. My God, it's so sad. It is so it's sad. Terrible. It's so heart-wrenching. And, yeah, and, and can, you, yeah. can you imagine what that feels like? Can you all imagine what it feels like to not even have an identity? No, well, I'm you adopted. Know? I, have, I have no history. I'm adopted with no history. So I know what it feels like not to have anything like that, but I'm fortunate I was adopted and pulled out of the child care system because I was abused in foster home. And I'm I'm just thrilled. I was mean, mm. I mean, six months old when I was adopted, but I was still been abused. That's what happened in foster care, and that's a whole other story. But, yeah, it's, it's powerful people in place, and they can lose the children. Hey, check this out, y'all. Breaking news, breaking news. Bobby? That guy, yeah. that we put the call out to help in Virginia that his documents were not filed in the court, that yeah. he said they were. He's been yeah. picked up and put in jail. Well, I knew that. citizen from Wood County has been arrested and charged with threatening to commit a terrorist act after he advocated a violent takeover at West Virginia Capitol during multiple conference calls with associates and undercover officers, according to law enforcement. Bam. I, what did I tell you? What's that I'm about? Glad I, I'm glad I backed off of that. I called What's that it. about? Yeah, I you called, called it, Bobby. Uh, this guy claimed that uh, he went to court. He filed documents against the government for operating an, uh, as a federal agent in breach of the constitutional contract between the people. And his case is valid, but they're not going to acknowledge it. Um, he, he was going to go in and arrest... Uh, and asked the police uh, department to assist him in the arrest of uh, some of the governor, uh, the attorney general. Yes, Tom Deegan. Somebody's asking me. Yes, Tom Deegan. Uh, the criminal complaint against him allegedly made at least four conference calls from his home in Wood County. Uh, we are more Deegan West. The more bodies that come to Charleston, the less likelihood of bloodshed. He did say that. I was on the call. 
He allegedly said he did not want gunfire, but would fire if ne- necessary. Blah, blah, blah. He did. But they can't get him on anarchy. They're trying to get him on a terroristic threat. Yeah. Isn't it funny? As soon as Becky made that noted and, and I heard the call, I watched the video and everything else, I called it. I told her what back, was going to happen. I back, yeah, I backed I back the hell off of that one. Uh, but um, in all honesty, isn't it funny they'll arrest him for trying to remove a tyrannical government official, but yep. they don't do anything about blacks calling for and executing cops and the deaths of Americans. Of Why? course. Isn't that funny? Of course. Isn't that fucking hysterical? Yeah. Of course. I find that hysterical in a really bad way. Yeah, anyway, I just thought you'd be interested in that. That was breaking news somebody just sent me. Well, that's why people wow. are now protesting. They're going to go this. Yeah. Wow. Everybody's scared. Everybody's scared. Oh, wow. Well, and you know what's funny? You know what? He's calling for something to be done by the 24th, and look when they arrested it. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> well, you know what? Here, I, I do want to touch on one thing. Before we go, you know, whatever happens from here, uh, I did talk to Casey Massey last week. Um, he tried calling me Friday night when we were doing the show, and if I could have figured out how to get him on, I could have had him on the call with us. You know, when I had Tom on, oh, what technical issues we had last week, too. But we don't want to get into all that. But, um, you know, Casey's asking, you know, for a lot of people to pretty much pray for him still has not gotten any better. It's getting worse. They're not giving him any kind of medical treatment. What I'm going to ask everybody that's listening right now to do, please get on the phone and call down in Brownsville, Texas, and and let's see if we can't try to get him the right kind of medical help. I'm wondering if we just start working the phones, you know, doing some overtime on the phones and saying, hey, you know, this guy is sick. You guys ain't doing anything for him. You need to start doing something. They're saying that he's going to have congestive heart failure. He's having kidney problems. Uh, kidney failure would be, you know, the, um, you know, pretty much the prognosis. Um, they're not allowing him to work out. They're not allowing him to get any kind of exercise or anything to make it any better. The only thing that they're giving him, if they ever give him anything, is an Advil here and there. That's worse. Okay? Advil makes the the symptoms worse. But that's the only thing that they'll give him. So if you have it in your heart of heart. worse than they are. Right. Go ahead, Bobby. If, if, If you guys can find it in your heart of hearts, maybe to work the phones a little bit, try to call and see if we can't get him some kind of medical help. Look, I, I I know that we can't really do too much of a difference, and Casey pretty much is leaving this in God's hands right now. God is the only person that he can really put his faith in, and I can't say that I blame him right now because the Patriot Movement um, is pretty much a dead issue when it comes to stuff like that, but <laughs> look what happened I just got, with Anthony Bosworth. Huh? Look what happened with Anthony Bosworth. Look what happened with John Hildinger. You can get out. It can happen. They may be able to let him go. Let's see what happens. What's up there, Brother Bill? 
Did I not hear Bill in the background? No. No. Oh, All right. The I, I could have sworn I heard Bill. Okay. The number to call in is eight is uh nine two nine four seven seven three five six five. They keep bumping mm-hmm. everybody off our board. They've called back in several times, so it may be the board. I just got kicked off Facebook. I got I caught a timeout. Wow. Seven days. I'm in jail. I'm in jail, folks. Because somebody who was calling went, me in. You just made it back yeah. to jail. <laughs> no, but not but not under Becky Williams. This is under Becky Cole. So for all my fans out oh. there, Becky Cole will have to take a seven day sabbatical. But just going over to Becky Williams, and I'll continue to badger the hell out of injustice. Y'all come on over. Uh, just to let you know. I don't think I've ever seen anybody that's been in. Uh, Facebook jail as much as you. <laughs> but that's, oh, I had a guy that's what I like. A cracker, a hon- look, look, I had a Mexican calling me a honky, a cracker, uh, a neon white, mayo, and all kinds of shit. And I finally called him and back, so he turned me in. What a pussy. Right. Yeah. Um, do we have any callers online that we can bring in? I, we don't have. We've got callers, but nobody has their hand up. Is anybody uh, on the line right now that's like to join us? Press number one. I think we have Bill on. Hey, Bill, are you on the line? Bill B. Is this Bill B? Is this my husband? Seven one four. Your mic's open. Yes. Yes. Oh my God! It's it's, it's my favorite. Hey I'm, I, I got timed out. I got timed out. You got what? I got timed out. I got booted off Facebook again. <laughs> well, I would expect nothing less of you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Me neither. I was just saying the same thing. Anything <laughs> else is underutilized. You not you need between five and six identities to keep the whole thirty days online unbooted. She needs fifteen identities for thirty days. <laughs> right, that's yeah, all they need to take for her to go through to make it through all of her time out. Yeah, right. Uh, they don't they well, don't scare me none. I'm scorp. Just 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 line them up. Yeah, you know, I missed most of the show. I I didn't get in here until, oh, gosh, let's see, uh, 10 minutes ago. Okay. So I missed your whole show, and I just missed it when you guys were talking about what happened in Virginia. But, you know, there's a couple things to that. And you know we've had this conversation before. Um, It's valid what those guys wanted to do. It is valid. I got out of that whole pursuit 20-something years ago because I recognized that they won't recognize it, and push is going to come to shove anyway, so I've been preparing for the pushing and shoving instead. However, however, it wouldn't have gone so badly for this guy if more people had shown up to do this. They probably would have, like, talked things down and asked him to leave and a race to talk about it later instead of trying to call them a domestic terrorist and do whatever they did. Right. Well, I didn't have nothing against the guy, but I called it. I told Becky exactly what was going to happen, and word for word, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. 
Yeah, like I said, I kind of dropped that whole approach 25 years ago or so. I, I mean, I know it's valid, but we don't need to play the game because playing the game, they won't recognize it anyway. If we get a valid place, they'll just take it away and say no. Right. 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 Well, you know what? You uh, you did miss a very, very good show. Uh, Dave, he was a... Um, he was an excellent interview, Dave Bray, and uh, you know he shared a lot of good information with us about uh, about a young Marines program and then about the uh, veterans program that he's part of, and uh, you know we we were able to uh, get the information out, and we're really happy about that. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Short. Yeah, he was short on time, so unfortunately, you know, it was a strict thirty minutes that we had, so we tried oh, to use hard. it up the most we could. Did it work out good, though? I mean... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think so. What are, What do you think, Becky? What? What I think... Becky tried, Becky tried to, I think Becky tried to put the move on a guy. Yeah, right? On who? Right? Which one? Which Dave? one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? All of them? No, all of them? I stuck, I, I stuck my tongue in their ear on that conference call. I was being all like that. I was straight up... I was straight up listening, making everything. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? You can't take me anywhere. Just don't, just don't um, take me to dinner. Take, take me out for a drink. Hey, listen, vegan had the right, has the right idea. I think he has every ground to stand on. But it doesn't matter absolutely. what you and I think. It absolutely right. matters not what we think. They're gonna do what they're gonna do because they are a criminal organization. They're gonna demonize the patriots. He he went in not to do a violent takeover, but to serve an arrest. Uh, he did make one comment, and I think this is what they caught him on, y'all. He said uh, uh, he's not going there for bloodshed, but if if fired upon, they would fire back. Uh, and someone said, "What if the police, you know, uh, you know, become aggressive with us?" He said, "Kill him." He said, "Kill him." Well. When you've already approached the police department to assist you in the deliverance of the warrant and to take them into custody, um, probably not a good idea to say shoot a cop. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, I, I agree. Especially, especially right now, we have a perfect opportunity. All of the critical thinkers out there, uh, the really capable thinkers, to take this opportunity and follow up on the marks that you guys made there in Texas, favoring the police, taking sides with them. If we ever wanted to ensure that we could bring the police over into our court, this is the time to do it. With all of these uh, Farrakhan threats and Black Lives Matter and the influx that's going to be coming now with all of these uh, Islamists coming over every month, this is the time when we could actually acquire our law enforcement as our own allies. And we should be thinking oh, and, and acting in every way to do that. Absolutely. And listen, as angry as I get and as pissed off as I get, when I say they need to pay for treason, they need to be shot, they need to be hung for treason, after trial, always after trial, I don't advocate the overthrow of the government. I don't advocate, uh, I definitely don't advocate killing police officers. Listen, I've got a lot of people in my, in my personal family 
through our law enforcement, sheriff department, detective, brotherhood of police officer. I stand behind the blue 100%. And I do not advocate violence toward the police officers. We've got bad people in every branch of law. We do. But not all people in the branches of law are bad people. You know, it's the same in society. If we get these guys to start signing up with us as well, we're going to see more cops going after bad cops. Absolutely. And, you know, I stood behind a guy when I thought he had a principle. You know, I stood behind him and I said, you guys get your ass over there and help this guy serve a warrant. You know, I did. I got pissed off because... Nobody will unite. Nobody will do anything. If we can set precedent in one court back. But, in all honesty, he made it appear in his video that he had filed the paperwork and it had been received by the court but not acknowledged by the government, which was not, in fact, the case. And as soon as I found out he was full of shit, I backed up. Don't lie to me if you want my if you want my support. You know what I mean? Don't try to drag me down that evil path of incarceration because I don't want any part of it. His you know money only three hundred thousand. That's no big deal. Three hundred grand. Three hundred thousand. Oh, it's only three thousand dollars. Damn. Yep. Well, I'm I'm actually. Uh, Somebody just sent me a whole lot of information, probably the same thing that you got earlier from the Charleston Gazette, and yeah. um, saying he wanted to take over the Capitol, so on and so forth. And uh, right, you know, it even it says that there was several undercover police officers part of all of his conference calls. Wow, well that's great. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I believe that. I've been part of conference calls as I said to come in on. Oh, so have I. Well, fortunately, yeah, Bill and I express our honest opinion. <laughs> well, you know what? If the guy wasn't doing nothing wrong, who cares if there was undercover cops on? Well, right, but see, that's the thing. If everybody else who was part of it runs away instead of bringing the truth forward, right. then all that will right. be left to tell a story are these undercover guys, and they'll tell an altogether different story than the one that actually occurred. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now is the time for all of whoever was part of any of this and listened or recorded anything to bring it forward and say this is bullshit. This is nonsense. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And press charges against and press charges for the fraud and the conspiracy of whoever's trying to press charges against him and paint an alternate picture. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm it needs hoping, to be done. Don't kind run, of hoping I that somebody run. might be able to step forward for KC. Well, yeah, go ahead. I, I would love to step forward for Brother KC. Whatever I could do, I would love to step forward for him. But if I can mind, I don't think they're going to let him out. I think he's screwed. I don't I think, think so either. I think he's the one that they're going to make the biggest impression about. Yeah. You know, it's amazing, too, because they've already had people step forward and talk about um, how unlawful everything is and how they violated him again. I mean, even these federal courts were using statutes that were, like, alien, and they weren't recognizing they were treating it fully NDAA. But they didn't push NDAA charges against them. They violated him for other statutes that he should have been protected by the state of uh, Texas with because he wasn't actually violating any law. 
Right. So, so what they did is they arrested him for something that wasn't actually a violation, and they did it with federal authorities. And now, they're, but they're treating him as if he violated NDAA, which is not lawful. You and I know that. But they're treating it that way. And they don't recognize right. and give, give you anything. Period. So, well, they're well, all treating him, him like he was the leader of a movement. What? Aren't they, they're treating aren't they, him. Aren't they using the oh. re- Aren't they using the RICO on him, Bobby? Yeah, they use RICO on him. Yes, they're How trying to use RICO on him. How can they? Does he have to have to prove him part of, a, of an entire criminal enterprise? Bill Commerce. No, Bill Commerce. I understand the Commerce, but Commerce and RICO are altogether different things. I mean, any one well, of us could be part of a Commerce crime, although which he didn't do. But RICO is an entirely separate, organized action. Well, that that was, to my understanding, what um, what Gary Hunt and them guys were talking about. Something, you know, something pertaining to the RICO. But I know, uh, I don't know about all that. Rico I know that it's commerce for sure. That well, I so don't know. They're, they're committing RICO crimes to try to create a false commerce crime that didn't actually occur. But a RICO would take an organization, um, and it would take. It would take a suite of criminal activities combined under under an organization or RICO crimes to uh, have been committed. Right. Well, that's for organized and crime mostly. Well, but but yeah, but see, that's why they created RICO. Though corporations can commit RICO, governments technically are committing RICO, but they're trying to be right. immune to it, which we know under the Constitution they can't make a law that they themselves are not subject to. So that doesn't fall. Right. Well, see, now he was on private property the whole time. Well, so, yeah, and the state of Texas had already excused his ability to carry a firearm, and he wasn't involved with commerce. Right. Well, see, they're trying to say that it was because the gun was from another state. Uh, so? So they're they're trying to say that's where they're going to get him with the commerce, saying that the well, gun was from another, the gun state. from another state. That doesn't matter. Well, I don't know. That's how they're trying to use it against them. If any of these fuckers have uh, uh, North Korean belts or some kind of uh, unacceptable foreign nation piece of anything in their house, I think we're going to have to arrest them for that. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll see what's going to happen. I mean, this is, you know, like, like Becky said, they're trying to set an example with him. So that's like saying that uh, your kid took your car. Uh, it was built in Detroit. All right. <laughs> and, and, uh, you know what I'm saying. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, I know where you're going. Yeah. Well, Rusty, I'm not Rusty, Rusty, who owned, bullshit. Rusty, who owned the, you know, one of the properties, sent in all types of paperwork saying, hey, you know, he, he was given permission along with the rest of Rusty's Wranglers because that's what they were called, to stay on the property at any time. All the property owners in that area all wrote pretty much the same thing, saying that they had free will of the land and could do whatever the hell they wanted on that property, and that should have been the end of it right then and there. Well, you know, it's kind of like me. I used to have Finnish and Austrian military weapons and assault weapons, as they like to call them assault weapons. Um, 
is that because I had a Steyer Arts and Val May M76s that I was actually an arms dealer, a smuggler, an importer? That's a good Well, you know what? When, when they're done with the paperwork, you possibly could be every one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> you I, know what I'm so saying? We're talking about the government here. Yeah, and I saw the Pope. I could be Satan also. Yeah, well. After after well, the news you know, that Becky uh, put out, he is the devil. Well, yeah. I just got a video sent to me. Uh, I just received it, but I, I can't listen to it because I'm on my cell phone while while I'm on the air. But it uh it said that they referenced him as Jesus, and it's a miracle that he's here on in America or whatever. Uh, if that's the, the truth, and in the Book of Revelation. It says that he will be the Antichrist will, will be ushered in, and the crowd went nuts. Uh, That's when ridiculous. Says Jesus. Yeah. Well, you know the American so Indians here in California, California, the American Indians here in California are pissed off because this guy they canonized yesterday uh, tortured Indians and made them slaves. Made them slaves. Right. What's that? Go ahead, Bill. Tell well, the story. I, I, I missed what uh, Becky was saying, but she didn't no, hear no, it. No, so. I was asking you. So they canonized this guy and made him a saint yesterday, and the American Indians are up in arms because they, um, they conquered the American Indian people. They tortured them, and they turned them into slaves. And they did. He, right. he enslaved uh, the American Indians, and probably the Mexican Indians that he brought up to help tame the lands for him. That was Knights Templar, yeah. though, wasn't it? No, this guy that they came and I made a saint yesterday from the California missions. Oh, okay, I get it. I get it. Okay, I of the Vatican, they made him a saint, but, you know, he tortured and enslaved American Indians. And the, and the tribes here from California, they're upset about this whole thing because the man that they're portraying as a saint, um, the actual history, as it's been carried on by the American Indian tribes because of it, is a different story altogether. Right, right. Well, listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let myself go here. Uh, you guys carry on because I have a doctor's appointment and I want to get in there before everybody else does. But uh, right. like Becky said, tom- tomorrow I will not be around. I'm going on vacation this weekend and I'm gonna make the most of it and uh, live off the land and have a good time with my family. I'm not even gonna bring my cell phone. I'm leaving my cell Don't phone in my car. Out. Wow. So. Okay, but uh, uh, thank you, everybody that joined us today. Thank you, Dave Bray. Thank you, Mary, Bill, uh, Becky, you know, um, anybody that was listening. uh, Great interview. If you guys didn't hear the beginning of the show, definitely go back into the archive on Blog Talk. Um, The Spreaker version will be available later. So by all means, go ahead and give it a listen. Um, I, you know, we have an open um, thing this weekend. Becky, if you want to do a show Friday, I think, I think, um, I think uh, let's see. That I would think be we tomorrow. have a show that's on Saturday. Huh? What was that, Bill? That would be tomorrow, right? Right, yeah. So I'm saying we have an open day tomorrow. If Becky wants to do a show. Uh, Karen, I don't know if she's doing her show on Saturday. So we may have that available, but uh, by all means, I want to thank everybody for listening, and uh, without you, we are nothing. And uh, this is where I say goodbye and you guys carry on. So have a good night, everybody, and uh, we'll talk to you. Be safe. See you, buddy.
Amen. Good night, Bobby. You have a safe you have a safe vacation, brother. Wow. What a one hell of a show. It took a wicked twist. I found some information to um to talk about. I think you're gonna to want to listen to the archive, uh, Bill. Um, Mary Kendall came on, we talked about child trafficking, satanic rituals, ties to government, ties to the throne, ties to the Vatican. Actually, uh, this particular pope was found guilty in the ICCLJ uh, in Brussels, which is common law court with 450 uh, common law justice uh, that serve in that court. Um, Did we have another commander-level Islamic leader released yesterday also? Oh, yeah. Or is that hearsay? Or is that hearsay? No, no, that's factual. He let somebody go from Guantanamo. He obviously needs him. Well, you know that there's already people talking about perhaps taking a military tribunal um, just from these other guys and maybe actually exercising that on Obama. I think everybody's coming, push comes to shove right now. Bobby's talking about, um, you know, how bad things are going to be a year down the road. Well, Things might we don't have just be that. Well, yeah, I know. I mean, things could be pretty interesting by then. Yeah, we know we don't have a year. We don't have a year. I posted up a video. I tagged you to it. I don't know if you watched it. I was furious. I mean, I was livid watching these. Is is the Texas State Legislature pressing uh, or, or trying to force? Um, Obama and the administration to not to accept refugees that he's planning, and I know Tennessee well, was one of the first places that they swayed you know, to bring the first additional ten thousand. Here's here's the kicker. This is where I really get upset, and God, I wish I had one. I wish I'd been able to give it a good run and and won the governorship because we wouldn't even be having this discussion, to be honest. Uh, what 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 we've got going on in Texas is we've got an agent to the oligarchy, just like every state does. Every governor, every every attorney general, um, they, there might be a couple that aren't crooked, but for the most part. Well, yeah, we have that an oligarchy that sits over everything, every state, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, and 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 the fact that the the, the, the truth, if people really want to know the truth, Bill, you know it's the truth, and so do I. But any new listeners that may have jumped on board today, the the fact is that your governor of your state has every right to deny the infiltration, the integration. Yeah, but see, the, the thing is, is that this is serious enough that we can't allow, no matter what state we're in, we can't allow any other state, period, to bring even one of these enemy refugees over. They've already stopped airing what's happening in all these these countries right now. I've talked to uh, a girlfriend of mine um, about uh, her family who's in Germany. They're saying all of these things are a lie about all these people being happy that they're coming in and welcoming them in. It is hell. It is hell. Yeah. We can't allow well, any German of that to happen here. Well, no, it's already happening here. It's not that we can't well, allow it. What I'm saying is, it is has it, been happening for batch. 33 years. Yeah, well, it's been this happening next for batch is what years. I'm saying. Right now, yeah. they're primarily funneling their warriors. We can't allow any state to take one fucking plane full of them. We have to stop it right well, now somehow. 
What is even scarier is not only are they funding them, not only are they giving them every capability and provision to thrive even better than the American citizen, is that they are have now decided that that they're going to um, make it a legal means for them to buy weapons when when we know that these bastards are here to kill us and and the scope. Well, wait, wait, what, 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 know, what, does, what? They can't the do Supreme that. The Supreme Court justice. No, no, the Supreme Court. That's like Hitler. That's like Hitler telling France. Uh, you know, it just doesn't work. They, they can did. say that. Well, but it doesn't matter no, what they, they say. Did. They're the enemy. No, there's no. no I know, but I understand that. What I'm saying they, is, is that they, people they, have to recognize that they don't have the authority to do that. We have to start right, looking at it right. like the enemy is attacking us, and that's an attack, and they are the enemy. But Jesus What's Christ, I mean, you've got you've got an ICE agent that works for the Department of Homeland Security, a black fucking thug that made a video. He got suspended with pay. If He made a video calling for the death of whites. Pick us off yeah. one by one. That's what they're doing because then it looks like a, a criminal act and not a genocide or, or a terrorist uh, war on, on the whites. And he he made a very I tagged you to the video. I mean, it just disturbed the shit out of me. And the way the video when was, was, that? was today? three this morning, three black. Yeah, kids. I haven't seen anything today. And the the way the video opens is three black children. Uh, the oldest boy was probably eleven. The other two were probably seven, maybe ish. And there was about a three year old little girl, four year old little girl playing on her big wheel or tricycle outside. And an adult, adult is videotaping him beating her, and and these these black kids taking the little girl and beating her, and then laughing about it. And there's an adult videotaping it on a on a friggin' cell phone. That's how the video opened up. But he, the, you Google it, you can't find anything on what happened to him at all. If anything happened, I, he, he works for Department of Homeland Security. They're not arresting these bastards. We're at war. We're running out of time, and I don't think this is going to give us any overage. I'm not sure whether it will or not. Uh, I've got 60 seconds on here, Bill, but please call me back. Let's have a personal conversation. Folks, I want to thank you for joining us. I'll come back on at 4 o'clock tomorrow, and I'll try to get Bill and Bill to come on and join me. You guys have a Yeah, I think we both want to thank you. Thank you for listening to Rage Against the Regime Radio. Don't be a stranger. Please like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter at RATR Podcast. And feel free to leave some feedback whenever you listen to us. You can also email us at Rage Against the Regime Podcast at gmail.com. Oh.